0: This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. You can reach me at mhs at altamontenterprise.com. I'm talking to four all-American athletes on the Gilderland track and field Team. Seniors Megan Hickey and Kate Scanlon, sophomore Kendall Barnhart, and eighth grader Parker Steele, along with their coach, Christopher Scanlon. The team of four girls placed third in the 4x55-meter shuttle hurdle relay at the Nationals held in New York City this month. They placed fourth in the United States and first in New York, while also breaking their school record and the Section 2 record. These athletes most often use the word love, not pain or discipline, to describe their relationship to their sport. So I will name the young women, and I'm hoping after I say each name, you can just tell me what grade you're in. And one thing about yourself you think is interesting, and then we'll go from there. The first person, I'm going in alphabetical order, is Kendall Barnhart.
1: Um, Hi, I'm in 10th grade, and one interesting fact is my little sister also does track as well. Um, We've both been on the same team, which is kind of cool. That is cool.
0: Welcome. And next we have Megan Hickey.
2: Hi, I'm Megan. Um, I'm a senior. And one interesting fact about me is that I've been on the indoor team since seventh grade. Oh,
0: my. (laughs) That's a commitment. (laughs) And you must have excelled early to have been on it that long. And next we have Kate Scanlon.
3: Hi, I'm Kate. I'm a senior. And just like Megan, this is my sixth year on the team.
0: Congratulations. And last, but certainly not least, we have Parker Steele.
2: Hi, I'm in eighth grade, and an interesting fact about me is that I play soccer, too.
0: So you're a multi-sport athlete. Well, I'd like to begin, and as you speak, because I have the uh, virtue of being able to see you, but our listeners on the podcast won't if you're about to answer a question, if you could just say, you know, this is Megan talking because your voices might just blend together otherwise. Um, I'd like to just hear from whoever wants to talk about it um, what it was like when you competed at the New Balance Armory in New York City, which is where the nationals were held. Just describe the scene for us. What was it like?
3: (laughs) This is Kate Scanlon. Um, We've competed at the Armory before and we love that track, but there is definitely something special about the atmosphere of being at nationals, just knowing that everyone there had worked so hard and that it was literally the best kids in the entire nation. So I think that the energy was definitely there and that we were all really excited and that it gave a race that we had all run a ton of times before just something extra.
0: Well, tell us about that race because people may not be familiar with what a four by fifty five meter shuttle hurdle relay is. If one of you could just describe that for us,
4: you want, you want me to you want me to describe it?
0: Sure. <laughs> uh,
4: so uh, a shuttle hurdle, the, in a relay a hurdle relay, you can't pass a baton because you have to you're you know trying to negotiate going over the hurdles. So a shuttle hurdle relay, the first runner runs, runs in one direction, and when they get their 55 meters down the track, the, the the next runner is waiting on the other end of the track, and when they cross the line, the next runner runs back toward towards where the first runner started, and that's where the third runner's waiting, and then when they cross the line, the third runner runs the other way, and then the fourth runner runs the opposite direction again. So it's kind of a back and forth race where one runner runs runway one way and then the other runner comes back and you do that for runners.
0: So it seems like you have challenges in many directions because you have to individually excel and then you have to coordinate with your teammates. Um, and you completed this in an unbelievable 3499 Thirty-four ninety-nine. 99 I mean, wow. And apparently, I'm told that it placed you fourth in the United States, first in New York State, and you broke both your school record and the Section 2 record. So what about this particular run of this particular race made you excel to that degree? Just if you could describe any one of you <laughs> what that experience was like.
2: I can answer this. Um, This is Megan speaking. So I think that we really excelled in this race because we have four amazing hurdlers and not a lot of teams do. So
0: that just... So each one of you individually is a superb hurdler. But then what made you push yourself beyond where you had been before to break those records? How, How was it that on this particular day you, you know melded as a group to do that. Anybody have thoughts on that? I think we're all just
2: super motivated, and it was our last meet of the season, so we're all just there to have fun. And it was a lot of pressure, but it was more for
0: the experience. Did you have a sense as you were doing it that this was it, that you were really doing well? I mean, could you feel that as you were doing it, or did you have to wait until all the results were in to kind of take in how well you had done?
3: we came from the slowest heat so we sort of finished and we looked at our time and we we knew that for us it was good it was better than we had been expecting but it was really sort of surreal sitting there and watching as the other heats went by and the times were not as fast as we had just run and I was with Kendall and we were both but we were separated since we had to start on opposite ends so we had no idea what Megan and Parker were thinking and it was just so exciting like seeing them right after when we realized that we had done it and we were all Americans
0: yeah it is just wonderful to hear about it. I'm getting goosebumps. (laughs) So um, I guess I'm going to go back to the coach again for this question, um, Chris Scanlon. This year just seems like a really exceptional team that you had. You had 17 athletes, is that right, that qualified to be at this Nationals? Can you just describe, was there some chemistry in the team this year or what what made it especially in the midst of everything you're dealing with a pandemic and probably having to practice with masks on. I mean, what, what made this year so good? Uh,
4: I think we've been building towards this year for quite a while. Like uh, Megan and Kate said, they've, they've been on the team since they're in seventh grade. So this is their sixth year. And uh, Kendall also has been on the team since she was in seventh grade. And so uh, we, we have a lot of kids on the team this year that are juniors and seniors uh that have been working really hard for a really long time and uh all that hard work has paid off and you know you you speak about the the pandemic last year we didn't have a an indoor season we kind of made up our own and we did it outside in the cold in the snow only racing each other so when we got to this season i think that there was really a feeling this was a season where we really felt like we were back. Like we, we had our indoor season back and it was the way it used to be going to these big venues and, and running at these big meets. And they, all of the athletes on the team just really like, they put a lot of energy into everything that they did this year. And, but they've, they've been working towards this for a long time. And, and I think that, all that hard work has just finally paid off this year and they had an exceptional season.
0: Yeah, sure, certainly did. Well, I'm interested because you mentioned as you were introducing yourselves and then again, your coach just mentioned that two of you started as seventh graders. And I know that right now, Parker, you're in eighth grade. What is it like? If any of you could just talk about how you started your career as a track athlete and what it's like to be so young and so gifted and where did it all begin? Any one of you <laughs> to talk about that?
1: Um, I can do that. Hi, I'm Kendall. Um, I how I started to get into it was actually I was in Coach Scanlon's gym class and um he was like, "Why don't you try just run?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll try it." And I really started to like running. So then when I got old enough to join high school track team, I was like, why don't I give it a shot? And I actually really started to like the sport and the atmosphere and the people that I was around. And it's just all around just an amazing, like I just fell in love with the sport immediately.
0: I like that phrase, fell in love. That's just really nice to feel that way about a sport. I'm showing my age here, but I went to Gilderland before there was Title IX and we didn't even have girls' coaches are a way to compete. And I'm just so impressed that you, as young women, have just realized such success. I wonder if any of you could talk about, does it seem like a particular challenge to be a woman and an athlete? Or does it just seem completely natural to you, and you don't even think about it? It's just part of who you are. Does anybody have thoughts on that? This is Kate. Um,
3: I think that for me, at least, I've never sort of thought about it that way. I've never thought, oh, I'm a woman in sports, right? Especially at Gilderland, they do such a good job of making sure that both men's and women's sports are represented, that it was always just sort of like, oh, I'm doing sports. And I never thought about the um, fact that I was a female doing sports.
0: I would say that is a perfect success <laughs> because that means it's just part of what's expected of you if you want to do it. That's great. Um, so let's just talk about how it fits in with the rest of your lives. I know how busy you are just even trying to schedule this half an hour when you could get together. Um, what like how do you fit in because running takes a lot of practice, a lot of time and effort how what? What part does it play in the rest of your life? Does it take away from other activities? Does it enhance it? Does it help with friendships? Does it mean you have less time for socializing? Just kind of any of you describe how, as athletes, you work that in to the rest of who you are.
2: Um, This is Megan. Um, I think track is a good balance with my whole life and I've made a lot of good friends with track. So it's brought a lot of positive things to my life and (laughs) I don't really miss out on anything. I think it, it's sometimes tough to do things on the weekends because
0: of meets, but that's really it. So these friendships that you've developed through track are they different than friendships you might have, say, from just being in class with someone? Is there something there because you've done this together that that makes the friendship different or richer?
2: Um, I think we can bond more because we have gone through the same experiences, but it's pretty much the same
0: as a friendship from the classroom. So do any of the others of you have thoughts on how you fit this in with the rest of your life or? Um, I'm Kendall.
1: Um, honestly, I really I really like having track after school because I get it's not only like we're out there to like practice and it, I like get to spend time with like people that I'm really close with. So honestly, I think it helps. Um, It definitely helps create new friendships and good bonds. I'm like, I love being so close to all these people. Like it's, it's just such a good way to make friends.
0: Now, the two of you that are seniors, that's Kate and Megan, are you, what are you doing next year? And is track going to fit into that? Is that part of what you're doing
3: uh, next year this is Kate. Next year I am going to college. I'm not 100% sure which one yet. Um but I'm definitely running track division 1. Um, and then I am looking to study neurobiology pre-med.
0: Oh my gosh <laughs> Well, it's good you built up your endurance. <laughs> That's quite a heavy schedule you're going to have. Oh, wow. So what about you, Kendall? No, not Kendall. I'm sorry. Um, who is the other senior that I should hear from? Me. Megan. Yes, Megan. I'm yes. sorry. Thank you.
2: <laughs> You're good. Um, so this is Megan. Uh, I'm planning on going to college next year, and I'm also planning to run Division One, and I will be majoring in speech pathology. What made you choose that? Um, <laughs> I'm interested in working with kids, and I didn't want to be a teacher, so that's just a way for me to work with
0: kids in a smaller group setting. I have a strong fondness for speech pathologists because I had a daughter who couldn't talk until she worked with one, and it was like watching a miracle unfold. I think that's wonderful. So in just more general terms, for all of you, like when you picture your life, say, after college, do you? how do you see running or athleticism because I know it isn't just running. I think it was Parker that said she also plays soccer. Um, You know, how do you see sports going forward if you're envisioning your future? Is that something that's gonna be part of who you are? Or is it something that you think, you know, will just end with your schooling? Or why and how do you (laughs) picture your, your futures?
3: This is Kate. Um, I know that for me, at least running was never a question of whether I was going to continue to run in college. And after I think running is one of those sports that once you start and fall in love with it, like it stays with you. So even after I'm out of high school, and after college training, I still 100% intend to run on my own. And i don't foresee it leaving my life for a long time.
0: No, Why is that? You're the second person that used the phrase, and I love this, fall in love. Just kind of describe what it is, what that experience is, because frankly, I think most people listening to this think of running, maybe not as torture, but uh, certainly not like falling in love. You know, it's something that's very uh, difficult and takes great discipline and is hard, so just... Could you unpack that a little for us? For sure. Um, I think that running is, we both
3: said the word falling in love. It's something that you have to get past all the pain and difficulty of. Um, When I was younger, I was forced to run by my parents. And I, if you'd asked me then, I don't know that I would have said I would have become a, runner Um, but my mom likes to use the phrase you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable and I think that that's very true you have to get past the pain and you're gonna be like okay this workout is going to feel awful and I might vomit afterwards but it it's a feeling like no other like when you finish a race and you see a PR and you finish a workout and you go wow like I just did that it's something that you don't get
0: anywhere else Wow, I love that description. Does anybody else have something like that they want to describe? Maybe the role of your parents would be interesting to hear about. Um, I like your mother's idea of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Could any of the others of you talk about how your parents influenced you in this, Um, if they've been supportive or if they've had doubts um, about it? Um, how, How did that work?
1: Uh, it's Kendall. So actually when I first started track, my parents knew nothing about it. Um, they just kind of came, they watched me run and they're like, Oh, that's great. And then once I started to, you know, get farther into it, they started getting into it as well. Like they would be like, Oh, that's a good PR or, um, they would also definitely help me though. Like Well, they'll drive me to some meets that they think I should go to. Like they're a very positive influence on when I run. Definitely.
0: And then your sister ended up literally following in your footsteps. Right. It it, it sort of became a family, a family thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She um, she started uh, very young as well. And she actually fell in love with jumping, um, which she's very good
0: at. So that's yeah, I guess she did. So what does she jump she does high jump, broad jump? Um, she, did, she does triple jump.
1: So it's, it's pretty much a hop, skip, and yeah. a jump. I can not really describe <laughs> it to you. But, yes, she's, she's good. She, she also uh, went to national. She did very good in that as well. Um, she's definitely one amazing
0: jumper. So does anybody else want to share their family influence on their running career? Is there anything more there that we should talk about? Um, This is Megan.
2: I agree with Kate and Kendall. My parents have been supportive of everything and they didn't really know much about track and I still really don't, but I'm teaching them.
0: (laughs) I love it when kids can teach their parents. I learn from mine all the time. Well, so what about um, how you're doing so well all four of you at this nationals, how did that affect your teammates? And I know a number of, I mean, to have 17 people there, um, and others did very well too, but just to have, you know, these all-Americans, how did that, how did your teammates react to that? Or maybe talk about the... Larger question, and maybe Coach Scanlon could weigh in here, too. I think often people think of track as more like an individual sport than a team sport. But what I'm hearing from all of you is, no, it really does seem like a team sport. If you could just talk a little about that aspect of it.
4: Sure. Uh, so I'd I, I love to ask this question because it's something that we talk about a lot, um, You know, track is a team sport. We, we score, you know, we get to the nationals level. We don't score as a team, but all throughout the year, when we're going to these meets, we're trying to win meets as a team, each, in each event, you can score points depending on how high you place. So it's a team sport in that aspect. Obviously we have the relays and a lot of the events that we ran at nationals were relays. We did the shuttle hurdle relay. We did a a four by four. We did a four by two, we did a distance medley relay. So we did a lot of, uh, we ran a lot of relays at nationals because I think these kids run, you know, and really, they really push themselves hard for each other. They, they, you know, obviously you've heard them talk about how much they care about each other and how much they enjoy being around each other. And they really, in a relay, we see, we've seen with this group of athletes, the, the four here and, and all of the kids on our team, that they lots of times run their best races when they're running those relays and they're running for their team. Uh, and the other thing is, is that we spend hours all day, you know, six, seven hours, eight hours at a meet all together as a team, supporting each other, cheering for each other, helping each other through, you know, rough races or, or when we're really extra nervous or, you know, the anxiety is getting to us a little bit. We have, we, You know, these these girls support each other and and help each other through all of that and cheer for each other and and, you know, it's really great because we're we get to be it's not like a a forty five minute game and then it's over. We're there for hours and hours and hours you know, supporting each other and cheering for each other as the meet goes on.
0: Oh, that's a great answer, because I think most of us don't think about that. You know, you go to a game in a big stadium and you watch for a set amount of time that everybody goes home. But you and your teammates and supporters are there for hours and hours and hours. Um, and it makes me wonder, too, if over the season you might get to have kind of a almost empathy or understanding of your competitors in a way that you don't in other sports. Does that happen just because you're spending so many hours watching probably similar competitors again and again over the course of the season? Do you get kind of bonds going that way, too, or doesn't that happen?
3: This is Kate. Absolutely. Um. I especially I'm sure Megan is the same way being in section two and being a seventh grader who started in section two, you sort of know the other girls who are in your races, you see them over and over again, you've seen them since seventh grade, because they were also at that level. Um, And I mean, I've become really good friends with a lot of them. And we sometimes we hang out outside of just track. It's a bond that I don't see in any other sports. And it's one of the things that I love the most about track is that community, because I think in other sports, the other team can almost be pitted as the enemy. Whereas if I know I'm running against someone who, even if they're faster than me, I know they can push me. I get really excited because it's like, oh, I get to see a friend of mine, even though they're not on the team.
0: Oh, I love that answer. So it isn't like, teams that are enemies pitted against each other, it's that you're inspired by your competitors and even friends with them. Oh, I just love that answer. <laughs> well, so what else don't I and our listeners know about track that we should? What are the things that I can't even ask questions about like that because it didn't occur to me? What, what is this essence of it that appeals to each of you? Okay, I'll try it a different way. <laughs> Those of you that have said you're doing it in college, what do you think it'll, what will it give you there? Is it, you'll be a new person on campus next year. Will it give you automatic place that you belong? What do you What do you think you're gonna get out of it next year in the midst of all your difficult studies leading up to being a speech therapist or a doctor?
2: Um. This is Megan. I think that Joining the team in college is, I've already met girls on the team, a few of teams that I've, of colleges that I have visited, and I know that those girls will automatically be my friends when I get to college, so it's kind of comforting to know that, and
0: it's really exciting. Have you met the coaches at the colleges where you're going? Yeah, I haven't picked a school yet, but... And how about you, Kate? I would agree with Megan. I
3: think that it's a real sense of comfort to know that going into a place that's totally new and a little scary, that you have a place to belong and you have a group of friends already built in. You have a team there. Um, and I also have met the coaches um, at the colleges that I'm thinking about going to. And they're also just so supportive and everything both, like all of them have sort of emphasized to me, like this, the team atmosphere is great. The team atmosphere is something that you should be a part of.
0: So I don't want to put your coach on the hot seat, but let's just talk a little about what a coach does for you. That's good. And as the coach, Chris, if you could talk about like, how do you know how far to, to push someone, you know, like if we could just kind of have a end with a brief discussion on the art of coaching because I think it's a it's both a science and an art what what works well for you as athletes that your coach does and as a coach where do you know and how do you know how to how to work with each individual well I'll go first Uh,
4: so I think that again this is uh, I'm having the most fun that I've ever had coaching this this season and, and even lat you go back to last season in indoor and outdoor um because i i've known a lot of these athletes for a really really long time and there there's such a, a a great atmosphere on the team of everyone being comfortable with with communicating and talking with each other and i think as a coach you ask like how do you know how far to push them because they're really good at letting me know they're really good at communicating that and, and saying this was too much. This wasn't enough. You know, I think I could have, we could have done more in this workout and, you know, we, we communicate. And, and when we do a workout, we, on our, our team is big, you know, our outdoor girls team right now, we have 112 girls on the team. So when we're doing a workout, we're usually in groups of like somewhere between 20 and 40 kids And so it's a range. We say we're going to do so many sets and we're going to do six to eight sets, but you're going to, they're going to communicate to me when they feel like enough is enough. And if they felt like it was too hard or if the pace was too fast. And so it really is a great sport because you can individualize it to each athlete. And there, if you open those lines of communication, you can really start to, build the workout specifically to every single athlete so that it works best for them but it does take understanding to know that okay if 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 one athlete is done at six and another athlete goes to eight that they're both that's okay for both of them that the one that, the athlete that stops at six shouldn't feel bad that they they stopped at six and the athlete that goes to eight shouldn't like, be like, why isn't anyone else doing the eight set with me? You know, they, they all know what they need to do to get better because they've worked through it and, and we communicate that with each other. And it's really an amazing thing to be part of.
0: It sounds amazing. And I've learned so much in this conversation. I mean, I just learned that individuals can have their own goals and bests, but at the same time, you all spoke about the importance of being a team. And then I learned this idea that your competitors, while you're competing as hard as you can against them, can still be your friends and inspire you. So does anyone have closing thoughts they'd like to leave us with? Our time has just flown by, but I think we'll just go around once again (laughs) and hear any closing thought you have just to leave our listeners with either about yourself or about your coach or your team or your sport in general so who wants to go first with a closing thought
3: I can start us off um this is Kate uh I think that track and field and I mean cross country too just running in general um as a sport and Specifically, at the team atmosphere is so good and I'm really grateful to be a part of a community and especially with these girls that they can that we can support each other when we do good um, and not get jealous. and that you can see everyone's success as their own and while still striving to
2: be your own best self.
0: Oh, I love that. Who's next?
2: I can go. Um, well, I love track and I love these girls and I'm really excited for the outdoor season and I'm kind of sad because it's my last one with Coach Gamlin, but it'll be fun.
0: Thank you, Megan. So Kendall or Parker, do you have something to send us off with to think about?
1: Um, It's Kendall. Um, I just think I really love track and the bonds that it created and I just love running with all these girls. It's so amazing to be and run against and with them. And overall, I'm just so thankful to be a part of this community.
0: And Parker, that leaves you. Do you have any closing thoughts for us? Um, Well,
2: for track, it's well, I've already said that I play soccer, too. Track. I really enjoy it because we're not, like, fighting each other for playing time or getting jealous because we're on the bench while other people are, like, playing over us. And I like that we can all, like, bond instead of getting, like, mad at each other for what we're doing.
0: Well... The four of you have done your whole community proud (laughs) and I am so grateful that you took the time to talk to us and I'm going to leave the very last words to your coach. Do you have final thoughts for us, Chris? Uh,
4: yeah, I would just like to say that it, that it makes me so happy to hear these girls talk about how much they love the sport because, uh, our program, uh, myself and Coach Kozer and Coach Mead, the other head coaches of the program, our number one goal is to build a love for the sport. All the awards and records and All-Americans and all that stuff is, is icing on the cake. To us, the most important thing is to build a love for our sport. And so to hear them all talk about how much they love it, it just, it makes us all very proud.